That's what we'll be reading tonight, Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. And I want to preach a very simple message tonight. And while you're turning there, how many remember the show, The Bold and the Beautiful? Remember the show? Yeah, 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 we're going to go there tonight. I want to show you a clip. No, I'm not going to show you. Amen. So uh, there's, a, there's a show. My mom loved watching this show. And I mean, this was back in PNG. And uh, she'd love the show. She'd wait for the show to happen. She, at times, she'd even record this thing. This, you know, she'd have the VC, VHS. Do you remember the VHS things, you know, recording? She'd record it on the VHS, and she was excited. And, uh, you know, as kids growing up, you don't want to be near the TV while this show is on. Yeah, man, you might get a shoe thrown at you. <laughs> get out the way. Sit down. Hey, are you made of glass or what? These are the, yeah, I'm, I just remember this is so clear, so vivid in my mind, and I forgive her. No. <laughs> and so this is the show, and what's so funny is that, you know, my mom would sit on the edge of the seat while this is going to, you know, it's come to the end of the, the show, and you know the story. It's this climax of the, the particular show, and all of a sudden, the, the screen goes black, the music starts playing, and you see the words, to be continued. And you see my mom, she's like, ah, what is going to happen next? And, and so that's what I want to preach on tonight, to be continued. And it's out of Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Because I feel like God is saying to some people, you know what, get ready for the next scene. It's to be continued. Tonight I want to address the topic of godly character. I want to preach a message of a title to be continued. And so Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says, Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. God, I pray tonight, Lord, that you help us understand, God, to trust you, Lord God, to develop godly character, Lord, not to give up, but to continue and to have patience in you. God, we thank you for your word, I pray. Minister into our hearts and minds in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, amen and amen. Number one, if you take note, where have you put your confidence? Where have you put your confidence? I mean, in seasons of change, in seasons of transition, in seasons even at times where it seems like your, your faith's getting tested, where is your confidence? You know, you, if you could look back over your life, you can understand there's been scenes in your life that it's been one scene to another. It's been one uh, circumstance to another where things begin to change, things begin to shift. And the question that always comes to mind is, where is your confidence? Where, has you, where have you put your confidence? Because in our text, Paul, the author of this letter, he's writing to the church in Philippi. And he's writing this letter, get this, in prison. I mean, of all the circumstance, he's writing this letter behind bars, in chains, in shackles. And he's saying to us, have, be confident in this very thing, that he that has begun a good work in you will complete it until Jesus Christ. And you see, in times where it's, things may seem like it's changing, our confidence, listen tonight, can move from God to ourselves. Amen? You know what I'm talking about where you feel like, oh, you know what, I'm just going to take things into my own hands now. Where trusting in yourself might seem to be the better option. But in the long run, you've prematurely hindered God's work in your life. Let me say that again. You, you're trusting, you know what, in yourself. It might seem like a very good idea. It might seem like, you know what, I've got this under control. I can handle it myself now. But in the long scheme of things, 
where God has got his mapped out, planned out for your life. And you begin to look back and you realize, man, I shouldn't have quit. I shouldn't have given up. You've prematurely hindered God's work in your life. And so Paul is saying, be confident in this thing. There's another scene that's going to happen. There's another chapter to your life. Don't give up. Don't quit. Be confident of this very thing. Now, what is this thing? Paul says, he that has begun a good work. Where is Paul's confidence? How many know it's in Jesus Christ? And I want to encourage someone tonight. Listen, your confidence has got to be in Christ alone. Can you say amen? I mean, you don't have to put your confidence in the things of the world. Come on, somebody. You don't have to put your confidence in a relationship where all of a sudden they'll begin to mistreat you or they'll begin to, uh, you know what, uh, they'll, will, you know what, cause distrust in relationships. But I want to tell you, you can put your trust, you can put your hope, you can put your confidence in Jesus. Can you say Amen. Because people will fail you. Amen. People will let you down. But I want to tell you, Jesus Christ won't let you down. And in verse 12, listen to this. Paul's writing and he says, I want you to know, brethren, the things that have happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel so that it has become evident to the whole palace guard and to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. Listen to that, that my chains are in Christ. And verse 14, and most of the brethren in the Lord, having become confident by my chains, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Paul's, Paul's confidence is in Christ. It's not in his circumstance. It's not in his chains. It's in Jesus alone. And I want to encourage someone tonight, you got to put your confidence in Jesus Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. We know the saying. We know that uh, verse very well. Some of us have it hanging on our fridges. Some of it behind the back door of our toilets. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. You know, it's times where we feel like, man, sometimes life has uh, changed. Sometimes we feel like, you know what, it's in these testing times where everything starts to change. I want to say tonight, you got to have a Hebrews 12 verse 2 perspective. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Listen tonight, scene might have changed in your life. you got to trust in the producer of the life, of Jesus Christ. He's the author and finisher of our faith. And Paul had this confidence. He put his trust in Christ. It wasn't even in his chains. It wasn't in his circumstance. He understood that this was this time. This was a moment. This was a to-be-continued moment. You may feel like, you know, you might feel like tonight quitting. You might be here tonight and you feel like, you know what, man, all hope is lost. I want to encourage you, don't give up. Your confidence has got to be shifted like Paul. It's got to be Christ-centered. You know what? Your confidence, if your confidence is in yourself, I'm telling you, brother, that's arrogance. Sister, I'm telling you, that's arrogance. You're saying, you know what? I can do this myself. I can do it on my own. But listen, confidence in Christ is humility. James chapter 4, verse 6, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. You see, the good work in you was done by God. 
Paul is writing and says, be confident in this very thing, that he that has begun a good work in you. Listen, the work that started in you is a good work. Don't, don't begin to push it aside. Don't begin to think, man, I need to go back to the world. Listen, no, no, no. What started in you is a good work. And you know what? It's time like these where you just feel like you want to quit and you want to go back in the world. Listen, don't have one foot in church. Don't have one foot in the world. Decide to go all in for Christ. Say, you know what? God, I can't do this on my own. I need you, my confidence. God, I can't do it by myself. That's why the Bible is so clear. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. It's now this dependency is focused not on ourselves. Our view or our perspective is not on our circumstances, but it's on Christ alone. The good work that has begun. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 through to 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. You see, the good work that has started in you, it's only by the grace of God. Can you say amen? You know what? You're here tonight and you've come so far in Christ. Listen, you got to realize, whoa, man, God, it's only by your grace. I mean, I'm telling you, you know what? I look back over my life and so many things have changed. So many things have transpired. I can, you know, honestly testify. Everything comes back to depending on Christ alone. Coming back to the understanding, you know what, God, it's only your grace that has kept me this far. Aren't you grateful for the grace tonight? That God begin to have grace upon you to continue a good work to start in you. The Bible says a beginning in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, all things become new. That is the good work that has started in all of our lives. Those of you who surrendered your life to Christ, listen, you were once this person, uh, you know what, bound in addictions, bound with alcoholic tendencies, bound with all these insecurities, but through Christ, He came and He began to set you free. The blood of Jesus began to wash you, takes away your shame, your guilt, and He makes you a new creation. The good work that has started. And it's only through Christ, can you say amen, that we do have a new beginning. And yet through the seasons of testing, Paul encourages the church of Philippi to be confident in Christ. That he that has begun a good work will complete it. You're here tonight. Listen, don't give up. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Listen, your confidence has got to be in Christ alone. So it brings us to this next thought. Where is your patience? Where is your patience? Number two, in our text, he that has begun a good work in you. You got to be patient in God's working in your life. You got to be patient in times where you feel like, man, I don't know what is happening, but I want to tell you, James chapter one, verse two through to four gives us a picture of what happens. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience that word patience speaks of endurance it speaks of perseverance and resilience verse 4 but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect that word perfect means or speaks of a maturity in other words that you may be mature complete lacking nothing In other words, that you begin to allow patience to have its work, you grow. 
When you allow Christ to be at work, listen, godly character can be formed. And it's only during the testing of your faith that when things start to change, things start to, uh, when moments in your life begin to transition, you've got to let patience have its perfect work in you to be continued. It's a, you're a work in progress. But will you allow patience to have its work? Or will you allow passions to be at work? Come on, we live in a microwave generation where everything is instant. Two-minute noodles. Microwave generation. Tap your card and go. Grab your coffee. You're out. It's a generation that we live in. It's like, you know what? I don't want to wait. I want it now. I don't want to, you know, wait for things to be done. I want it now. And so our confidence may become self-reliant now that we have no patience that when we do go through testings and trials we're like oh I don't want to go through the trials I just want to get there and what ends up happening is people will turn to their own passions instead of having patience they fall back into their sin their own passions they fall back into the things they know their own passions and I want to encourage someone tonight you got to be confident in Christ the one that has begun the good work in you and you got to let patience have its perfect work so that you can grow, so that you can mature. This is godly character I'm talking about tonight. And in essence, this creates godly men. This creates godly women. When you begin to have patience, when you allow its work to ha- take place, that builds this resilience within you. You begin to get stronger in your faith. You begin to grow in your faith. People who simply have a confidence in Christ. Men and women who simply decide to surrender their hearts to Christ and simply uh, put their confidence in Him and Him alone. Let patience have its perfect work. And that's why Paul writes in Galatians 6 verse 9, Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Church, to be continued. There's another scene, there's another chapter, there's another story that is yet to be uh, told. But when you give up prematurely, you grow up immaturely. I'll say that again. When you give up prematurely, when the testing of your faith is happening, and you know what you say, oh God, let patience have its perfect work. But when you decide to pull the plug and you give up prematurely, you grow up immaturely. That's why we have a generation of immature people. And I'm talking about men and women are in their 40s, 50s, 30s. I'm telling you, they haven't even grown up. We live in a generation of non-committers and early quitters. We got so many immature people around because people chose to go back to their passions instead of having patience. Where is your patience tonight? Because it's patience. It's what develops godly character. Character tonight is your internal script. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 3. The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. I'll say that again. The integrity, the character of the upright will guide them, but the perversity, those who go back to their passions, the unfaithful will destroy them. And so your character tonight, 
It's your internal script that will guide you. It determines your response to failure, to success. It, uh, you know what, determines your response to mistreatment and pain. Your character reaches into every single facet of your life. Your character is far reaching than your talent, than your education. It's far reaching than your background or your network of friends. Those things can open the doors for you. But listen, it's your character that will determine what happens next when you walk through those doors. When you come to the moment in your life where it's like God says to be continued and you begin to walk in. Listen, it's character that will begin to carry you through into your destiny. I'm telling you tonight, your good looks may get you married. But your character will keep you married. Come on. It's your character will begin to keep you married. Your God-given reproductive systems may enable you to produce children. But it's your character that will determine your ability to raise godly children tonight. Amen. So tonight, where is your confidence? Tonight, where is your patience tonight? Because God has a to-be-continued for you. God has a to be continued for your family. God has a to be continued for your marriage. You might be here tonight and feel like, man, God, I don't see it. I don't. Listen, you got to trust in Him. You got to have patience and let it have its perfect work in you. There's been so many times, I even look back and thinking right now, where we've had pastoral changeovers. And there were moments where it feels like, man, what's going on? I don't even. And it. I look back and I was like, you know what? Those were the to be continued moments. I had a pastoral changeover, the first pastor changeover. Man, broke my heart, tore me apart, tore me pieces. This is the guy that, you know, helped disciple me, helped me get a job, everything. I was like, man, you know what? This, this guy became my spiritual father. And then the changeover happened and there was another pastor. And then the changeover happened, there was another pastor. And I'm looking back and thinking, what is going on? But it, just look back and remember the fact, you know what? Man, we, we don't put our trust in man. We don't put our trust in people. We put our trust and confidence in God. And I just remember every single moment of these particular ch uh, changeovers or transitions, it always comes back to, you know what? I'm going to trust in God. I'm going to put my trust in Him. And I'm telling you, when you get to this particular moment of your life where seasons come, seasons go, you begin to look back over your life and you say, you know what? It's over these things here. Your confidence is in God. You've allowed patience to have its work. And He begins to develop in you things. You know, He develops godly character within you. Jesus said to Peter, launch out into the deep for a catch. Jesus says to Peter, Peter, launch out. There's, there's fish waiting for there. And I feel like Peter was saying to Jesus, Jesus, yo, Jesus, brother, I'm the fisherman here. You're the preacher. I know what I'm doing. There was, there's no fish in there. But what does Peter say? Peter says, nevertheless, at your word, I'll go. In other words, Peter, to be continued. Yes, you've gone out before. You've, you've tried before and failed and got nothing. Listen, to be continued. There's another side of the story. Launch out again. I feel like saying to someone tonight, listen, launch out again, sister. Launch out again, brother. It's to be continued. You never know. You know what? In this very story alone, I feel like Peter saying to Peter, Peter, you're only a few verses away from your miracle. Maybe you're here tonight and I'm telling you, you're a few verses away from your miracle. Don't give up to be continued. Nevertheless, 
to be continued. There's going to be these moments in your life, but you got to come back to it and say, you know what, God, to be continued. What you see in people's lives when they begin to go through these trials, you begin to realize, you know what, it's because people begin to put their trust in Jesus that they begin to make it. So number three, I want to close with the thought, the completed work. Because Paul writes and says, be confident in this very thing, that he that has begun a good work will complete it. Listen, God is able to complete it tonight. Romans 8 verse 28, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. You see, He that has begun a good work will complete it. And then all things work together for good. In all that is happening, church, love Him. Love God. The promise is only for those who love God and those whom are called according to His purpose. Sometimes you don't see God working. Well, it doesn't mean He's actually working doesn't mean it's actually happening, but in reality, God is working. He's working on you. He's working through the process. He's redefining your character. He's developing your character. He's strengthening you. He's allowing you to grow and equip you. And so many times we, we're like, God, we want you to change our circumstance. But the truth of the matter is this. God is far more concerned about changing our character. We'll be like, God, deliver me. God's like, no, no, I want to develop you. I want to I help you in these seasons of testing. There's a to be continued for every single one of us. He wants to change what happens in us rather than what happens to us. I close with this story. There are people who are facing the inevitable storms of life that are not of their own making. This is out of the book called Louder Than Words, a book about character. And he writes and he says this, There are storms created by the character deficit of others. Storms that are a natural part of a fallen world. And so they're in the midst of unjust treatment and seemingly undeserved pain. The true character of a man or woman is revealed. I love what he says. He says, Pretense is peeled away. Inherited, untested belief systems crumble. Religious and social correctness are jettisoned. And what you see in such moments is what was really there all along. And while many are broken, swept away by the winds of anger or despair, there emerges from the severest of storms a unique breed of people whose godly perspective and attitude remain intact. These have roots running deep. These are the men and women who have invested years of their lives not in that is seen, but that which is unseen. These are the people of character. Be confident in this very thing, that he that has begun a good work will complete it. To be continued. Amen, church. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Tonight, I just want to encourage someone. I just felt throughout this week, maybe even, you know, something good that's happening in your life. Things are changing. Listen tonight, be confident. Because Christ has begun a good work in you. Don't give up. Don't quit. 
He'll complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to give an invitation tonight. Maybe you're here and you're not right with God. Maybe you're here tonight and you know if you were to die in your sins, you wouldn't make heaven your home. The Bible says that it's appointed for man to die once, then comes judgment. My friend, my brother, my sister, your life has an expiry date. And the question needs to be asked, where will you spend eternity, heaven or hell? The Bible is clear. Our sins are what separate us from a loving God. You're here tonight, you know you're living in sin. You know you're not right with God. And if you were to die tonight in your sins, you wouldn't make heaven your home. But tonight there's hope. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're here tonight and you know you're not right with God, but you want to give your heart to Jesus, you want your sins washed, you want to be forgiven, that's you. You lift your hand with mine and say, yes, that's me. I'm not saved, I'm not right with God, but tonight I want to give my heart to Jesus. If that's you, you raise your hand. You be honest.